When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now it's time to talk about politics. Trump will probably be gone after 2020, but Brett Kavanaugh could be with us for decades for an update on the campaign to stop Trump's Supreme Court nominee and on the Democrats who threatened to betray everything. We turn to Harold Meyerson. He's executive editor of the American Prospect and a contributor to the L.A. Times op-ed page. Harold, welcome back. Always good to be here, John. Well, the New York Times page one reports that, quote, Republicans everywhere are confronting an ominous political environment, a Democratic opposition rippling with energy, and a president on their own side who is prone to divisive outbursts, close quote. Right now, we are thinking more about the Senate. It's much more important for the Democrats right now to regain control of the Senate than the House, because, of course, the Senate is where Trump's Supreme Court nominees are confirmed or rejected. Right now, we have Brett Kavanaugh. Next year, it could be a replacement for Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Now she's 85. Or Stephen Breyer. He's 79. The Senate lineup famously is 50 to 49. How are things looking for the Democratic candidates in the Senate? Uh, it's not clear. I think you would have to say that uh, Democrats are favored to pick up seats in Arizona and Nevada. That would get them to 51. And they have a, uh, a decent chance in Tennessee, where the former Democratic governor, Phil Bredesen, is uh, strong and is polling well. Uh, they have an outside shot in Texas, where uh, Beto O'Rourke is, is contesting the execrable Ted Cruz. Yes. That's, that's not easy to say. So, you know, I would say too likely, too iffy, but possible. And then there are a few endangered Democrats. Surprisingly, some of them in, uh, tra- in states where Trump ran strong uh, are polling pretty well, most notably Joe Manchin in West Virginia, which is a state that Trump carried by his largest margin. There are some other Democrats who are in states uh, that Trump also carried who are uh, going to be in tighter races. Uh, Heidi Heitkamp in South Dakota, Joe Donnelly in uh, Indiana, and uh, Claire McCaskill in Missouri, though McCaskill, I think, is ahead in some polling. And then there's the possibility that uh, the rather lackluster Bill Nelson will not be able to hold on to his seat in, in Florida, where he's being opposed by the not lackluster but generally terrible uh, outgoing Republican Governor Rick Scott. So with all of those races in play, it's very hard to say very hard to say who who will uh, emerge in control of the Senate. Uh, the House looks clearly more like it's going Democratic than, than the Senate is. The Senate is just a big question mark. And we're assuming here that if the Democrats were to get to uh, 51 in the Senate, that they would be able to defeat the Kavanaugh nomination. But let us remember that three Democrats voted to confirm Gorsuch 
Their names have already been mentioned. Heidi Heitkamp from North Dakota, Joe Manchin from West Virginia, Joe Donnelly from Indiana. And Joe Manchin broke ranks with the Democrats. He's the only Democrat to have met with Kavanaugh. How bad is that for our future plans? Well, it's not good. And keep in mind, Mitch McConnell's plan, of course, is to bring the Kavanaugh uh, nomination to a vote before the November election. So uh, to dispose of it so quickly that uh, the outcome of the elections obviously can have no possible effect on senators' votes, except the fear of, of defeat could have an effect on the above three, Manchin, Donnelly, and, uh, and Heitkamp. People say this, you know, Chuck Schumer, the Democratic leader in the Senate, has a dilemma uh, if he uh, wants to uh, get to that majority. He may have to uh, have people like Donnelly, Manchin, and Heitkamp hold on to their seats by voting for the confirmation of Kavanaugh. Of course, two things. One, you know, there's no guarantee that that is a uh, a sure ticket to winning re-election. Uh, that's, yeah. that's point one. Yeah. Point two, you can lose a Senate seat and gain it back in six years. When you lose the Supreme Court for 30 years, the consequences to the nation uh, are a hell of a lot more serious than uh, who uh, controls the Senate for the next two years until the next uh, election. Absolutely. Critical, a, a critical point. If you're not going to use your political power to oppose a bad Supreme Court nominee, what is it for? It's not even just a bad Supreme Court nominee. It's really giving control of the court for a minimum of a couple decades to a far right that has shown itself determined to undermine pretty much every decent piece of legislation that transformed the nation for the better in the 1960s and the 1930s. I mean, it's 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 not even simply confirming a bad justice. It's it's really letting uh, right wingers do serious damage to the United States. Well, some say the Kavanaugh nomination is more likely to help Republicans in the midterm than Democrats. The argument here is. Both sides get fired up about this, but the Democrats are already totally fired up and the Republicans are not fired up, not really fired up at all. But they do understand that the Supreme Court is much more important than Trump. So they are more likely to turn out around the Supreme Court nominee than Democrats are, since Democrats will already be turning out. What do you think of that argument? I think there's something to that. I, I, I think the uh, intensity gap, as it is called, yes. will still favor the Democrats because Trump, every every waking moment, gives Democrats more to feel <laughs> intensely about. Uh, you know, so, but I mean, you know, this is clearly an electoral ploy by the Republicans, and it's, it's, it's very much, it's as much a ploy by Mitch McConnell who wants to hold on to the Senate, as it is uh, employed by Donald Trump. How about this possibility? The Russiagate intersection with the Kavanaugh hearings. The special counsel, Robert Mueller, wants to interview Trump about Russian interference in the 2016 election. It looks like Trump is going to refuse to do that. Mueller's next move is to subpoena Trump to appear before the grand jury. Trump's lawyers have made it clear that they think that's improper and they will appeal such a subpoena all the way to the Supreme Court. 
this could be going on while the Senate is considering Kavanaugh. So if the Senate were to confirm Kavanaugh, he might rule on the case of United States versus Trump. This could easily overshadow the hearings and become a huge issue for the Democrats. Yes, it could. And uh, it, it could uh, actually, I think, swing the uh, confirmation against Kavanaugh. Kavanaugh has been clear that he places great emphasis on executive privilege, on, on the need for presidents not to be subjected to uh, uh, not just criminal charges, but uh, investigation. You know, he's done a 180 since he worked for Kenneth Starr and uh, his push against Bill Clinton. But if, you know, he, he's coming up for a vote and going into hearings at a time when it's clear this will come before the Supreme Court, I mean, there's, there's, there's two issues here. One is, will he recuse himself, uh, given that he was appointed by Trump, on any vote of uh, whether Trump uh, can avoid a subpoena and not comply. And uh, two, um, given his record in favor of letting the president do what he may without uh, a threat of investigation, both of those, I think, not only would give uh, the above-mentioned gang of three, Manchin, Heitkamp, and uh, Donnelly, Donnelly, uh, good cause to vote no, but I think also would be the one kind of thing that just might uh, convince someone like Susan Collins or Lisa Murkowski, the only two somewhat moderate Republicans in the uh, uh, in the Senate, uh, to vote no as well. It it is such a, a, a clear conflict of interest, and and it's 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 giving Trump a get out of jail free pass essentially. Uh, and that really would transform the substance of uh, the Kavanaugh hearings and the Kavanaugh vote. Different topic. At the American Prospect website, prospect.org, I read, uh, quote, I will be amazed if Donald Trump is the Republican nominee in 2020. The water around him is rising fast, and he is likely to be long gone by 2020, either via impeachment or resignation in a deal that spares him prosecution, close quote. wonder if you have any comment. Yeah, that was by my, uh, my partner in crime here, Bob Kuttner. You know, I think Bob is probably the best writer in America on political economy. Uh, so uh, that said, uh, less so on politics per se. If there is a smoking gun on Trump that compels the Republicans to turn against him, that is one thing. If there's not... You know, I mean, 90% of the Republican Party rank and file still stands with him, and that is a powerful impediment to uh, Republicans in Congress doing anything to get rid of the guy. And I don't see Trump resigning. I mean, I don't think that's in his nature. So I'm going on the assumption that Trump will be the nominee in 2020, uh, and I think an eminently defeatable one at that. Finally, something completely different. We record our show in Los Angeles and we're very preoccupied this week with California's monster forest fires up north, the largest fires in the history of California. Over the weekend, Trump tweeted that California's big fires are, quote, being magnified and made so much worse by the bad environmental laws. Must tree clear to stop fire spreading, close quote. I know you're not exactly an expert on, on forest fires, but I wonder if you have any thoughts about Trump's tweet. 
Yeah, I mean, he wants to uh, get rid of uh, trees, which have been uh, promiscuously permitted to grow by California's environmental <laughs> policy. Uh, he wants to get rid of the trees so that fires won't get rid of trees. I mean, this is sort of like saying uh, you want to get rid of, uh, of, of rivers to avoid floods. It rather ignores the whole issue of uh, climate change, which is so clearly uh, a huge factor, if not the, the single, uh, probably the single major factor in why uh, cities are getting inundated by hurricanes while uh, a third of California is burning down, why they're getting uh, a tropical temperatures in northern Sweden, why it was 85 degrees in Fairbanks, Alaska uh, last week. I mean, it, this, this is really getting hard to ignore. I am reminded of a famous quote from Ronald Reagan back when he was running for governor in California, and again, uh, too much environmental preservation for his, for his preference. And so he was famously quoted as saying, if you've seen one redwood, you've seen them all. And, uh, you know, Trump wants to plow that redwood uh, down, uh, so uh, God forbid uh, we, we, we don't have to see it. Harold Meyerson, he can see the forest for the trees. Read him at prospect.org. Harold, thanks very much. Always great to have you on the show. Always great to be here, John. You've been listening to Start Making Sense, the weekly podcast of The Nation magazine. You can hear more interviews like this one at thenation.com, and you can subscribe to Start Making Sense at iTunes Podcasts, Pocket Casts, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm John Wiener. Thanks for listening. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.